Hey friends, I hope you are fine. Today we are going to talk about an important topic. It's about entrepreneur life and often entrepreneur life is in a way that, you know, it's not just entrepreneurship. You are, all, by the way, trying to um, build a business, but at the same time, you're running a home, you have a family, you need to parent your kids, you need to spend time with your spouse. Um, maybe you, you are still working in corporate um, and you're taking care of aging parents. Did I forget anything? Yeah, and maybe you have some pets too. So uh, entrepreneur life can be really hard and there can be many financial constraints and you really have to be resourceful um, to overcome them. So today I will share with you seven hacks to overcome financially tough phases or situations because we really have to stop the no money trap and the I can't afford it talk. So let's do this. Hey friends, welcome to Moonshot Entrepreneur. This is the place where we partner with God to build His custom design calling for our life. In this podcast, you'll get laser focused on aligning your life with God and you will learn the strategies to implement true change. Along with that, you will also learn to create the time and income for the amazing dreams God has for you. Sounds like a moonshot? Well, set your expectations high because when we dare to partner with God, anything is possible. I promise you that we're going to have a ton of fun on this journey together. So grab your notebook and pen and pursue with me your God-led life transformation. Let's go. All right, friends, I get it. I mean, there are times where money um, is not lying around. Maybe you're just starting out in your business and you've already invested um, uh, quite a bit of money into the business. And so you cannot afford to do several things at home now or you cannot afford to do several things in your business now because you've already invested and you believe that you have done um, whatever you could to do that. Um, and I totally get that. I've also been there. At the same time, I believe that we also have to be resourceful and to be, um, yeah, to, to use some hacks to, to make sure that life isn't just bleak all the time, right? So hack number one is to be resourceful in your own business to afford something at home. And for that, go re-listen to episode number 36, where I speak about being the chief financial officer of your own business, of um, having that pair of eyes that look at decisions from a financial perspective and try to implement the steps I suggest there. I will also have an episode coming out shortly about running lean operations and, and how to make sure that your business is really running in a lean and mean way as much as possible. Because if you're running a lean operation, you will make sure that you have more money at the end of the day that can flow back into your home where you can, I don't know, afford a new, I don't know what you need, a new dishwasher maybe, or maybe you just need um, someone to, a, a cleaning lady. I don't know, whatever you need. Or maybe you, you just need to be able to send your, your kid for, for tuition. So there are different ways 
um, or different um, needs that you have to address. And one way of doing that, hack number one, is to be resourceful in the business you, you run, in the entrepreneurship you run, so that you can afford some help in the private space, in the private realm. Hack number two is to swap Let's say you are a business coach and you know um, a student who really wants to start their own business. Now, you can swap with them a free coaching session um, while they agree to give free tuition for your child. So that is one way both of you win and both of you can be completely happy without having to really pick up dollars and to trade dollars for the work you're doing. So that is hack number two. Try to find ways to swap um, the, the services you need for the services you can provide. Hack number three is to find help over on a, on a platform like Fiverr, for example, um, where you try to find someone for a specific task you want to do. So you don't really have to employ someone to, um, I don't know, get the yard done. Maybe it's just a one-off thing, or maybe it's just a thing which is for a short period of time. So try to go to a platform, and usually these platforms have pretty good rates. Now, there's also the other side of being sure that the person has some credentials. So look at the reviews and make sure that you are not just letting anyone in on the work you want to do, that you are making sure that the person you are hiring will do quality work. Look at the reviews and try to be wise as you pick and select one person. But this is another way to be resourceful with, uh, despite your the financial constraints. Now... Hack number four, look at your attic or at the stuff you have down there in the cellar. Um, I'm sure you will find a couple of things that are still worth a bunch of money. Um, for example, if you had kiddos, I'm sure that you still have their pram or some kind of utensils and you, your kids have grown. So why are you holding on to that? Just try to sell it over on a platform like eBay or on a local platform, try to have a yard sale or um, just just um, go to a place or to a market or to a secondhand market. Um, maybe you have some secondhand clothes and you, you really have a shop in nearby where you can sell your clothes and make a little bit of money. So these are just um, other ways to be resourceful. So tip number four is sell and make money. Sell the stuff you don't need anymore and make money with it rather than just dusting it off every time you pass that ugly lamp Aunt Mary gave you 10 years ago, right? <laughs> okay, so what is hack number five? Hack number five goes more into the direction of 
um, needing some type of coaching or some type of education and background before you can do something. Let's say you are an entrepreneur and, and really want to get a better grip on accounting or you are an entrepreneur and have a specific area you, you really want to dig deeper into to understand it better or you are an entrepreneur, but at the same time, you're a mom and you want to learn about nutrition and healthy ways of cooking. Now, of course, there are different ways to going about this. Either you can go to YouTube University, right? But then the quality might not be as good or you might hear different stuff and you, you have to really build your own opinion. But another way of, of having a more course-like setting um, is to go to a platform like Coursera, uh, right? You can download the app Coursera and they have different courses and you might find really a course that is not that expensive um, but is still thought by, taught by, by a great university. And just a bonus tip here, many of the courses, you don't even have to pay for it if you, are, if you do not need the certificate. You can just audit the course, go through the learning material as you move on with your own pace. So that's a great way of learning new things. So try um, that app out, Coursera, it is called. I haven't used it now for quite some time, but I used to use it. And um, yeah, I, I always felt that it's quite handy. So there, there was a piece on negotiation from Stanford University, for example, I think, if, if I remember it correctly. And I didn't pay for that. I, I totally audited that course. There is a little link where you audit the course and then you can just sit in. You don't have to um, have any exams. And of course, you don't get to get feedback on the work you're doing, but you're still doing the work and doing it by yourself. So this can be a way of being resourceful about the education you need to get in order to develop new skills. Another hack here is um, also regarding developing your skills but this time more in the direction of you have a specific problem and you actually in, in normal days if you could afford it you would go to a mentor or to a coach but you cannot afford it now a way to do um to make progress here and to be resourceful in this realm is to go to LinkedIn and ask a connection for a quick 15-minute call to exchange some ideas and thoughts on a specific topic. Now, when you do that, be sure that you just don't hit up people randomly. Be sure that you engage with the people before um, you just hit them up for something. And be sure that you follow a person long enough to understand whether they are really professional enough in the specific area and in the specific question you have. And you will also have to accept a no. You will also have to accept that um, they might not write back to you. But just try it. Um, ask for um, some help or at LinkedIn. Or another piece of this is if you know someone in flesh and blood, like a work colleague who works in a certain department. Let's say he is the accountant of an office or he is um, 
I don't know, the CFO in your office, if you happen to know that person, or working for the CFO, um, you can go to them and totally ask them for a, a quick tip. You know, I'm, I'm not speaking about a long coach, coaching session of 30 minutes and, and one hour sessions and so forth. But, but people usually are quite willing to give a quick answer. So when you have a specific question or when you have a specific problem, try to come up with a specific question. You would ask one person or maybe you have to go to three people um, to ask different pieces of that question or different aspects of the question. But that is also a way of learning and of making sure that your skills are evolving. And plus, bonus, you also get to speak about your entrepreneurship and your business. And you get to, um, yeah, you, you, you get to speak about it and get the word out to different people. So this can be a good thing too. Now, final hack, hack number seven. Let's say you want, um, help around the house. You really hate to vacuum clean um, your house. And this I'm speaking here from personal experience. At the same time, you know, you cannot afford regular help coming in. Um, you don't have that kind of money either, or you don't want to spend that kind of money on help. But there are other ways of getting your house vacuumed, right? I mean, either you do it or your spouse does it. But then um, if you can do it, your spouse can do it because it just takes up a lot of time or you just want to, um, use your time more wisely and you, you don't want someone else to do it because you can't afford them. Then option left with you is to let a machine do it. My friends, I mean, I'm speaking here. I have an engineering background, right? So, and, and my, <laughs> and my bachelor thesis was in robotics. And so nowadays you have many devices that can be so helpful around the house. The biggest, biggest, best purchase I ever did was to buy Roborock. And no, I am not affiliated with the product. I don't get any um, money if you go buy that product. I'm just telling you in plain language, we bought a vacuum cleaner robot. You can set the thing up that it goes out and cleans the house um, every day. For example, if you would like to do that, we don't do that. I mean, every day is, is a bit too much for us. But the, here's the thing. You, you can get that little robot to go out on a schedule, vacuum clean. It would even not just sweep the floor, but, but also um, clean it with, with water and, and so, I think, and I think soap. But we have never done that because my husband doesn't trust the robot that much. So, but hey, that, that little device is allowed to vacuum clean the floor. Okay, and so um, be sure to get some help. It was something like 200 bucks. And it's so affordable when you think how many times you're going to use it, right? You're going to use it every week for a couple of years. The only thing you have to do is when you go and buy a device like that, make sure that you do not buy 
the extreme model, the insane model where, with a million functions and features that you won't need at all. Just make sure um, that you buy a model that is okay. At the same time, make sure that you don't buy a cheap knockoff product um, that gets tangled up every two minutes and then isn't doing you any good and isn't doing you any help. So this is hack number seven to be resourceful. If you can't afford the help but really need help, go get a device to do the work you need to do. And of course, I'm aware um, that there isn't yet a robot there who's, which is going to clean your toilet or going to, I don't know what, you know, uh, wash the dishes, for example. Well, you have the dishwasher, right? But yeah. Anyway, there, there might be areas where you cannot use a device uh, or a machine of that sort, but try to split up the work. I mean, if I don't have to vacuum clean the floor, that's already saving me an hour or two uh, in my week. So how great is that? It's awesome. It really is awesome. And it's also sparing me um, some arguments with my husband's uh, husband. Sorry, with my husband. I only have one, but it sometimes feels like I have 10. Well, with my husband, it, it um, yeah, I was saying it saves me arguments with my husband because we don't have to argue who is going to do it and who didn't do it and why we haven't done it for the past three weeks so that is a thing of the past okay so sorry for going off about that but bottom line is this here are seven hacks also i'm sure that you have uh, some personal hacks to be resourceful come over to the facebook group and share them with me i really love to read these and i'm sure that everyone else in the group is also going to enjoy it go over to facebook groups type in moonshot entrepreneur or um, scroll down uh, to the description of this episode there you'll find the link to the group you'll also find the email address to reach out to me in case you need coaching to um, to really rock your entrepreneur life and just life in general, right? Okay, so um, I leave you with a prayer. May God bless you and help you to be resourceful. May the Spirit guide you to new ideas and may you be able to enjoy your life to the fullest extent, not feeling that you are constrained without resources. We thank God, for being the supply of all our resources, for supplying all our needs all the time, for being so trustworthy. In Jesus' name, amen. My friends, I hope this episode blessed you and I wish you a great, great week. Stay wrapped up in Christ's love. Until next time. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys. So if this show has impacted your life in some way, just let me know about it. And here's the second thing you can do. Take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it over on Facebook and tag me. God bless as you dare to make the change.